Hello, welcome to He's a Keeper. I'm your host, Jack Duke. I'm your host, Jaden Cron. How are you today? You know, I'm doing good. How, how, how are you doing? That's good. I'm good. Uh, I wasn't actually asking you. I was asking the listeners. Well, they can't respond to you, so. Well, they could. They could send us a message on Anchor. But they won't. But they could, and I, you know, that's fine. Because they're all cowards. That's okay, though. Every one of them. Every ding-dang one. We're, we're going to get mean this episode because we watched a mean movie. We watched Stand By Me. What's mean about it? All the characters are mean. Oh, that's... Yeah. I mean, I guess that's watched, uh, it's another. It's uh, one of those episodes where you know, we watch a good movie. Yeah. So. This is one. It's going to be a good episode. Yeah. Another Rob Reiner classic. Rob Reiner. Uh, yeah. Is it Reiner or is it Rob, Reiner? I that's a great question. I don't know. I think I think I've mostly heard Reiner. Yeah, I'm gonna go on. We're going on uh, Wikipedia here. We're looking it up, folks. We're checking it out. Then there is no pronunciation guide. No pronunciation. It's just, it's just the Reiner is silent. Yeah. I'm so another Rob. Rob. Yeah, that's probably it. Also did A Few Good Men. Mm-hmm. Which was another good movie with Kiefer Sutherland. That's true. So, it's... Stand By Me. Classic coming-of-age movie. Uh, some kids in a small town. In, in the Oregon. 50s. Good old, good old Oregon. Good old they, Corey uh, Feldman in Oregon. They pack up, they pack their sleeping bags, and they go, they seek out to find... Uh, a dead body. Yeah. And they they learn they they learn a lot along the way, and they come of age along the way. Yeah. And they get leeches on them on the way. There's a train that almost hits them. Uh, there is a train. Just rant rant. So what else this say? is. I I remember seeing this movie like in junior high. Uh, in like LA class, oh, really? Like, thinking it was like, oh, okay, wow. but like, man, I, I, this was a really good movie. Yeah. Like. Yeah. This is just such an eight, like it's such a, it's peak eighties coming of age, you know. Mm-hmm. It's got all your classics. It's got Corey Feldman. Yeah. It's got River Phoenix. It's got Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah, it's. It's got Will Wheaton. They're here, all of them, every last one. And, you know, so they're all, it's all, it's child actors, but they're all good child actors, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And they all say swears and they all smoke. Mm-hmm. Because it's the 80s, but it's actually the 50s. It's kind of funny watching it and being like, I don't know, imagine people criticizing children of today for playing Fortnite. And yet, you know, here's these kids sneaking into the woods to find a dead body and, uh. They're living for it. And night. smokes, and and they're they're shooting. They got a gun. They stole their dad's they gun. They got a gun. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, this is see this movie. I f- like, I don't want to, I don't want to steep to our usual level of like, dude, he did this and was dumb. No, so, no, just got a little highbrow. Because this movie has 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 really good stuff. I mean, everybody is having. I don't know. The kids are, are kids, and they're they're having a lot of fun. I love the bit. I love. I think one of my favorite scenes in the movies when they're all talking, 
to each other around the campfire mm-hmm. about you know and they're like is what is goofy <laughs> you know is goofy a dog <laughs> which like you know it's a conversation everybody has to have at yeah. some point in their life you come to a you come to a point and you realize that Pluto and Goofy can't both be the same species. Yeah. Yeah, so I love that part. I love when the one kid, you know, question when they're like he's like, if I could only have one food to eat for the rest of my life, that's easy. Pez. Cherry flavor Pez. No question about it. That's on one of the posters. It is, yeah, that's what reminded me it's about a great it. So I was like, wow, that's really what you're gonna I mean, hey. Also love the the story that uh, Gordo tells about uh, the guy who vomits everywhere. That was a good one. It was, it was one of the best. Yeah, I think this movie. I mean, it. I think. I think what works so well about it is it just you know it. it the characters feel real. Mm-hmm. Like they're, they're talking. You know, they're talking about heavy stuff. You know, they're talking about like. Like uh, losing a sibling, mm. uh, parents hating them, you know, yeah. parents abusing them, that kind of stuff. But at the same time, you'll have a com- one conversation of like, yeah. So I think my, my dad hates me and wished that I had died. Um, and then, then up ahead, the other two are like, hey, do you think Mighty Mouse could beat up Superman? Yeah. yeah. It's like, no, because Superman's real. <laughs> Mighty, Man- Mighty Mouse is a cartoon, you idiot. Yeah. Be cool fight, though. Or like, I think. I don't know in a similar scene where like the two guys at the front are like singing the lollipop song is that the same one on the radio and then like I don't know as they move away the song cuts out then you get back to the real boys oh man I love Corey Feldman I don't know about you yeah he's really good in this he's he's good in everything he's in yeah I've seen him in which is this Goonies and Lost Boys the whole cast really is is like is really good we haven't even talked about Kiefer in this because he's not Mm -hmm. in it that much but he He's really good. So a lot of ways, this movie's just—it's just Lost Boys, you know. If you think about it, Corey Feldman uh-huh. has to stand up to the evil that is Kiefer Sutherland, yeah, who's got a mullet and is a bit of a dick. That's true, and uh, you know Corey Feldman thinks he's a lot better at everything than he really is. <laughs> that he does. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Kiefer is really good in this. He's got his good. Yeah. He's got his like bleach blonde hair on. Um, yeah, it's powerful. Very powerful man. And he's there's a. I love the part when he plays chicken with the uh, <laughs> with the log truck or whatever yes. that is. Because <laughs> the other guy's like, yeah, dude, we got we got him beat. And then he just because you know, he's racing another dude on the road, and then uh yeah the the log truck comes down the road at him but he keeps he just keeps driving so eventually the uh you know the car cra- crashes <laughs> and uh just blows up he doesn't care he doesn't care he's cool and then he wins he's like hell yeah i won i mean you know that's gotta... that's used to in my opinion used to um but 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 contrast with uh cory feldman playing chicken with the train much earlier in the film wow yeah yeah i didn't think so yeah this movie they do a lot of good things to just kind of like contrast the different characters like you'll notice because the main main plot point is basically so they're about to go into junior high 
Um, and so they'll just Sweden, not Josh Sweden, uh, Will Wheaton, <laughs> Josh Sweden, creator of the the Avengers movie. Yep, Buffy the Vampire plays, Slayer. That's him. Plays a character now. Will Wheaton, uh, his character Gordy is, uh, he's like he's he's from the the, the good the well off family. You know, he's uh, so he's gonna go into the college courses, mm. so he can go off to college, and all the other kids are gonna go into like the wood shop and stuff so they can go into trades uh and so they're not gonna see each other and that's like a whole thing and like if you like the whole time they're all the three of them except will wheaton's character are carrying these like crappy looking sleeping bags just slung over their shoulders and then he will wheaton's got his uh, his backpack with all his stuff like the whole kind of time it's just like he's it's like he's the outsider, but they take him in. Yeah. Yep. T- yep. <laughs> Yipperoo. Yeah. Um, I love I love the way the kids interact in this movie. It's it's funny. It's real. It's it's everything. <laughs> it's, it's the main draw of the film. I love when um, I don't know, just just Vern in general, um. Vern is one of the better ones. He's always, I don't know, he's obviously not terribly smart, but he's just, he just want, you know, he just wants to be cool like everyone else. And, and I love him for that. I, 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 I just, I, I relate to Vern on so many levels. Yeah. You know, just be like, no, what, no guys, no, we can't do this. Oh, I guess we're doing it. Oh no. Wait for me. Hey guys, I brought the comb. <laughs> they didn't need the comb after all, so it all worked yeah. out. Wow. Um. Yeah, the whole bit when <laughs> Rob Rainer is just such a funny director, man. Like he, he's obviously very talented at, at at creating funny movies, but movies that that are, I don't know. He's good at creating movie movies, you know, where you watch it, you're like, yeah, this is a movie, you know, it's a drama, but also, but also it's, it's funny, except for Spinal Tap, that one's just funny. Yeah. I love, I love Spinal Tap. God, he's done so many things. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's like, between that, like between Stand By Me, When Harry Met Sally, A Few Good Men, and This Is Spinal Tap. And the Princess Bride, that's like Rob Rainer, fantastic director. No, but hold on. Oh. I think he also produced Power Rangers Turbo. Sorry, Turbo, a Power Rangers movie. Now we can continue. Um. Anyway, yeah, fantastic director. And this is this is up there. This is a this is a great movie. Yeah. Kiefer's in it enough for me to consider it a Kiefer. I think if he was in it just a little bit less you know Ooh, that's when it would have to start yeah. getting getting uh getting dicey but uh anyway this is good oh, john cusack yeah. wow. who's john cusack he's a uh, dennis he's denny Who? oh Gordy's, yeah Gordy's big brother yeah. in the flashback yeah. scenes yeah. Also, hold on. Sorry, not to go back to the Rob Rainer thing. I need to issue a correction. Okay. Despite Google showing in the list of Rob Rainer movies, 
Turbo of Power Rangers movie, he wasn't involved in the project at all. So I just want to. Oh, good. You know, it's about ethics and Kiefer Sutherland journalism. Mm-hmm. So. The part of the junkyard that was that was pretty good. Good dog. Yeah. Good dog. Um, I will say, I think the <laughs> it's a great movie. The for the parts that don't fit with me i mean you know people say a lot of slurs in this movie yeah it's quite a quite a few quite a quite a number like it's the 50s but like also you could not it's the thing yeah but it's also the 80s so they 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 wanted to to. (laughs) they had no choice it was like how they were going to get the funding for the movie was anyway uh yeah yeah and uh yeah this is a good movie, but I, it's it's not. I'd like this movie more, and I feel like if I had seen it um, earlier in life, mm-hmm. if this if this was my movie in a way, yeah. But uh, I can still, I can see a lot of the greatness in this, and and why people get into. Also, I don't know the the way that. <laughs> <laughs> the movie's ended with the dude just like typing on his like 80s computer going boop, 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 type, typing the whole thing in and then he just ends it with I never had any friends later on like the ones I had when I was 12 Jesus does anyone damn it's real <laughs> and, I, and, I, well, and I'm like I don't know I can't like who was actually my friend when I was twelve? Well, it was it was Zach. Exactly. But they just don't make them like they make me. That's true. But what I'm saying, I would counter though with with the fact that most people don't keep in touch with their high school friends. So yeah, yeah, it's absolutely true. But uh, I just. I don't know. I was never this emo. I was never really emotional at all with my friends when I was twelve. Yeah, it's definitely like the characters are twelve, but definitely I think you could kind of project the the like the anywhere in the early teens for these. Yeah, it's also just because it. Uh, blah, 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 they're all going through stuff, so they got stuff to yeah. talk about. You know, I wonder how much is different from the original novella. I imagine quite a bit. Yeah, I'm actually I'm looking at the summary, and apparently the final two chapters of the novella describe how Vern is killed in a house fire after a party <laughs> in 1966. Teddy, oh. Teddy crashes his car driving drunk and high. Yeah, that sounds about right. And he dies. Um, and then Chris... Uh, then yeah, Chris is, is stabbed just like in the in the film. Um, yeah, I love the um, the way that they fight to keep the kids. Cause uh, did we even explain that the movie is about these kids going on a journey to find a dead body? Yeah, we did. Okay, I just had to make sure. Anyway, yeah, they go looking for this body. They get to the body and the you know the the counterparts the older the older fellas led by Kiefer sutherland and his gang basically show up at this kid's body and the younger kids and the older kids you know have a bit of a fight over it and i like 
I like how they. I do like. I love how they. I know that's kind of a point, but I love how they stood their ground uh, for yeah. it because it it works as just as a really good element as a we want. I don't know because the kid was their age. I think that's what what makes yeah. it for me is that um, you can't appropriate our our peers experiences it's kind of like a rejection of like because a lot of the a lot of the Kiefer and his gang are like the older siblings mm-hmm. uh and so like it's kind of a rejection of you know we're not going to turn out like you yeah especially because it's 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 gordy and chris the two who don't who end up actually getting out of the town mm-hmm. so it's like hey no you can't control us you can't tell us yeah that we ain't worth anything also, we have a gun that helps. Yeah, that was pretty good. He's like, "All right, boys, <laughs> time to pack it up." Wow. Moral of the story: Get you a gun. Get yourself a gun. Yeah, just like uh, because you know what other Kiefer movie was drastically changed when somebody pulled a, a gun on Kiefer? For uh, lots of movies, it's not. What? Not narrowed down. I was specifically thinking of Freeway because I can't think of any other ones okay. where the. I was thinking maybe Forsaken. I don't remember any parts of anybody pulling a gun on him because it was just kind of assumed that everybody has guns in Forsaken. Yeah. Whereas, like, I feel like that's just what I'm talking about is the, the surprise gun when a child pulls out a that gun is on fair. Kiefer. There that we is go. true. Dang. I mean, this is one of this was like the. One of the very early uh, Kiefer roles, so everything else has just been a ripoff. Yeah, really. History repeats Crazy. itself. Kiefer repeats himself. Yeah, it's like poetry. It rhymes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. That's it. I mean, um, spoiler alert, I say this movie's a Kiefer. Yeah, me too. I also got to say that damn love me the setting of this film love me just shots of the boys just walking hell yeah thank you rob rainer they're walking they are walking yeah wahoo it's a keeper it's a keeper it's a keeper okay trivia so there's quite a bit of trivia um we're gonna go into listen i've said before that there is no, there's just no, there's no sources on any of these. Uh-huh. So, and there's, oh my God, there's one that's really, I just need to find it again. Mm-hmm. Here we go. So, when filming was completed, River Phoenix identified so much with his character that if he didn't have his family to go home to, he would have needed a psychiatrist. What? 84 of 98 found this interesting. What does that mean? Uh, your guess is as good as mine. Dang. Um, there's a lot of stories of just like debauchery of just like hooliganism on on set oh, good. between the kids. But also here, so apparently Kiefer Sutherland was just a dick on this movie. Oh, I um, believe. <laughs> uh, where is that? To keep in character while off camera, Kiefer Sutherland often picked on Will Wheaton, River Phoenix, Corey Feldman, and Jerry O'Connell. Oh no. <laughs> cool. Wow. 
Also, so this is, so I, I don't know if we mentioned this, but this is a Stephen King uh, adaptation. Yes. Um, kind of from like that that golden era of those. Uh, this is his favorite uh, adaptation. Apparently, so after D- director Rob Rayner screened the movie for him, he noticed that King was visibly shaking and wasn't speaking. He left the room, and upon his return, he told Rayner that the movie was the best adaptation of his work he had ever seen. Wow! So he didn't like he didn't like Shawshank Redemption, but he liked this. So he also didn't like The Shining. Yep. So wow. Weird, weird taste. I mean, it's all like. I could see it because I feel like the novella is going to be a lot easier to adapt. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I'm pretty sure maybe that maybe that statement came before he saw the lawnmower man. Hey, maybe it came before he played the lawnmower man on Super Nintendo and realized that this this, this is, is it. what it was all about. This is what his entire life was for. This weird first person segment. That's what it was. That's what he got into this for. Yeah. God, I gotta go play that game again. It's weird. It's messed up. Yeah, sounds like it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do we have anything else interesting, or do we want to just talk more about Lawnmower Man for the Super Nintendo? Uh, that sounds like something for another podcast. Aww. I'm sorry. Um. Yeah, I'm. Amazon had nothing critical, so I, yeah, I, I'm gonna try and pull up something. Something nasty on IMDb here, folks. We're looking at. Uh... Ooh, okay, we're just gonna. Well, you do that. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna hit you up with one more story of debauchery. Okay. River Phoenix, Corey Feldman, Will Wheaton, and Jerry O'Connell got up to much mischief in the hotel they were staying in during filming. This included throwing all the poolside furniture into the pool. Will Wheaton fi- fixing the video games in the lobby so they could play them for free, and Phoenix, spurred on by the other boys, unknowingly covering Kiefer Sutherland's car in the mud, in mud, only to discover whose car it was when Kiefer Sutherland confronted a scared and nervous Phoenix about it later. <laughs> That's pretty. So good. basically, it was just a documentary. Yeah. Really. Wow. Um. Uh. Well, I'll start with a positive one. Uh, we're start- uh, hey, everybody, welcome to Amazon Reviews and also featuring IMDb Reviews, which is weird because usually the better known the movie, the, the less I have to go to IMDb for it. Yeah. But uh, here we are. Here we are. Okay. Uh, this one comes are. to us from uh, Jack B. Wonderful cast slash top-notch film. One of my, it's five stars, one of my favorite movies of all time. I enjoyed this movie as a child, and now I will enjoy it with my children. For some reason, Stand By Me is really tough to find anywhere. When you can't find a movie, Amazon will have it, and at a good price. (laughs) Jeff Bezos wrote this review. Yeah. Uh. Hmm. Okay, yeah, everything else is just kind of, okay. This one comes to us from uh, Luigi DePilla. One star. Awful and too overrated. From 2002. I was disappointed at the end of the film and my wife too. I didn't think it could e- that it could end so simply. 
the story is very thin and lives especially from typical kids' stories or adventures. The movie never gets really chilling, and also about the time they... The time till they find the dead body is too long, too easy, and no big surprises when finally the kids found the body. In the whole film, there were one or two funny scenes, but believe me, that's all. I noted this movie from IMDb Critics, and I have to say that, that they are partly too overrated. Rent it before you decide to buy it. Fortunately, I only rent it. But you won't miss anything, and it's better you save the money for another good DVD. <laughs> For these reasons, we gave for the second time a 1 out of 10. The other one was for Memento. What does that have to do with anything? Yo, dude, but these, can't, what, this, wait, can't, this dude and his wife hated Stand By Me and Memento. Uh, you know what? Now that you mention it, they hated them both. So. Yeah. That's some. You know what? Can we just, like... Anytime anyone t anyone tells you about like a Metacritic score or like audience reviews, can I just want I just want them to understand that those mean nothing apparently because this is how audience reviews things. Yeah, yeah, dude, they, they, this person went in and was both sad that it wasn't twisty enough, and that it wasn't chilling, but also that it wasn't funny, <laughs> and that the story was very thin. I don't really know what they mean by that honestly uh anyway okay we're gonna get uh we're gonna move on to another one star review from solid abs boring are people high this was the most boring movie i have ever seen kept waiting for it to get better it never did what a waste of my life thank you solid yeah. abs um it Go on to be voiced by Kiefer Sutherland in uh, in the most recent Metal Gear game. Solid. Oh, solid apps. <laughs> got got me. Got, got you. Uh, way too overrated from Ridazzle. It's hard to put into words how much I honestly despise this film. It wasn't funny. It wasn't touching. It didn't show any coming of age at all. It didn't show much bonding. And don't even get me started on that ending. What's people's problems with the ending? Yeah, like what? It wraps it they, up They nicely. said at the beginning, hey, you want to see a dead body? And they find a dead body. Yeah. Literally, and it's, it starts out the like, it's clearly a guy narrating. And they set up uh -huh. he's a writer. Yeah. What do you want? What did you want? Uh. They are they are all Vern being like, well, what if I think yeah. I think it would be better if it ended like this? Or no, they're all that was Teddy. That Vern was, Teddy was like, at the end how did cause... how did uh, how did he did he have to pay to get into the thing? No, oh, it was a great story. Yeah, <laughs> love Vern. And, yeah, Teddy's just all. Oh God, what did he even say? Something along the lines of, "Man, I think he should just go home and shoot his dad, and then go join the Lone Rangers." <laughs> Good story. Uh. I just didn't like the ending. Yeah. They are okay. all they they all miss the point. This is a uh a three star review. Uh we're going to slightly more you know positive reviews. Ooh. This is why I don't trust ratings anymore. <laughs> Although it may seem contradictory due to me writing a rating, I decided to do this anyway. <laughs> 
I decided to watch this since it's considered a classic. I'll just be blunt. This movie sucks. I wasted an hour and 28 minutes of my life. Movies this old need to, at, this is from 2018, by the way, need oh to at least God. capture you in the story. Since the acting what? of the 80s and 90s is laughable in modern times. What Sorry, does I, that I can't, mean? I can't, I, what? I can't no. do the character anymore. Stand what? By Me is nothing more than a boring what? story of four kids following train tracks to see a dead body. It gives shallow meaning of young friendship and feels like a crappy version of The Sandlot. If you want to watch a classic King ad adaptation, watch Shawshank Redemption instead. Overall recommendation, don't waste your time. This guy pissed me off more I'm quitting the film industry. I haven't even, I'm officially, you know what? I'm quitting before I start. I can't do this. I can't. The acting in the 80s and 90s was bad. Yeah. Just the entire two decades. Everybody knows it. To write it off. Yeah. It's just like, it's like, why would you, why would you care about sports from, from, from ever that's not now, right? Because they were just worse at well, the game. They were. They didn't, they didn't know how to play right now. Yeah. They're all idiots and they all deserve to be forgotten. Yeah. Why would I care about, about uh, what the president was 20 years ago? Yeah. He's not a president now, dummy. Probably sucks. Laughable now. Of course, because everybody knows that in order, you know, you have to defeat the people who used to be in it, right? You have yeah. to get better. N never mind the fact that the, the people who are acting in the 80s and 90s are still acting today. Mm -hmm. No. Laughable. Like, genuinely, I am at a loss. That is the dumbest thing <laughs> We've heard on this segment. Yeah, even even dumber than uh than uh the guy for Flatliners than Mister. This was a great film before Julia Roberts showed up. Okay. I mean, it comes close. I had forgotten about that. You know? Yeah, no, it does top that. I think it really does. It's worse. Oh. <laughs> God. Wow. Um, next up, and I think this is gonna be the last one. Uh, okay. Warning. There, there is some. Th Warning. This could be classified as a uh, hate speech. To to keep yourself, it's it's fine. Don't worry. Okay, it's actually fine. But like, also, I thought you were, I thought you meant like the title is. This is what the title was. No, the title is notable for making me hate Kiefer Sutherland. Okay, well, I think that's about all the time we have, folks. Wow, oh, I'm go actually on. quite amazed at the high rating this film has at IMDb in the top two fifty. Really? Based on a novella by Stephen King titled The Body. Hmm. I can't imagine why they changed the title for the movie. Stand By Me is one of those coming-of-age movies drenched in nostalgia for a more innocent time. Set to period rock and roll tunes that makes for a better soundtrack than it does a movie. It's ably acted by a cast of young actors, the late River Phoenix among them. And it's a solid effort after overall but it's not a movie that really spoke to me in any way or which i even really remember much all these years later this movie did however trigger my repulsion for keeper sutherland which i nurture to this day like, this person is writing review just out of nowhere of like oh yeah i hated that movie now i hate keeper sutherland yeah imdb has to know i mean they didn't hate the movie they gave it a six out of ten um <laughs> Actually, I, I'm, I'm guessing they were just like, they were just like uh, looking at the top 250 and like, that's that's garbage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, I would do that from time to time. 
That is true. Every, every now and then on top of 250, I'm like, really? Like, The Dark Knight Rises is on there. Like, yeah. Hmm? Huh? It's because, it's because people go nuts for Christopher Nolan. Like, he's a... No, but everyone hates that movie. The people have spoken, Zach. And, Dark Knight uh, Rises is objectively a bad movie. Everyone knows it. Yeah. 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 So moving on to news, we have this piece of news from Dr. Mehmet Oz. That's right. The Dr. Oz. Wow. What is The guy who sucks. Yeah, what does that have to do with Kiefer? Oh, uh, it, it doesn't just have to do with Kiefer. It has to do with the very movie we just watched, okay? So this is from the Texart Texart Canna Gazette. Yeah. Written by Dr. Mehmet Oz. Um, make sure your chicken is cooked. In standby I'm just gonna read no, I'm just gonna read these word for word because it is I opened up the article. Insane. In stand by me, Ace Murrow, Kiefer Sutherland is a gang leader who plays a dangerous game of chicken with a truck that swerves out of the way at the last minute. Now, you might not think cooking chicken for dinner tonight is as dangerous as that idiotic game, but researchers looked at the culinary habits of people in five European countries and found they're endangering their health by playing chicken with chicken. It seems they're undercooking the poultry and at risk for foodborne illness. We bet the same mistakes are being made here. Wow. Thank you. What? Um, that is such a. Sh- this was published, yeah, on May twenty sixth, two thousand and twenty. Yep. Why does it? Why does it start with "Stand by me"? <laughs> Just tell us he, we're cooking chicken bad, Mehmet. Also, what are you talking about? I love how he just cites. <laughs> oh yeah, you know, five European co- researchers say. Five European countries. Well, which ones? Five European countries, Jaden. Yeah, all five of them. There's England. 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 France again. England. Scotland. Germany. And France. And, uh, Gotland. (laughs) The secret one that we hide from the poor people. (laughs) Yeah. Lichtenstein. Luxembourg and Liechtenstein. <laughs> anyway, and Drusselstein. Yeah, Drusselstein. <laughs> Damn it! You're right. It's Drusselstein, not Drusselstein. Ah, uh, don't worry. I'm, hey, remember I'm that serious. time that Mehmet Oz opened? And I'm not going to call him a doctor anymore because he's not. But mm-hmm. you know, uh, opened opened an article in the year of our Lord 2020 with "In Stand by Me." Yeah, that was wild. That was wild. That was. Whew. I was going for something. Okay, I see. I see the next article on the docket. I I linked another one. I honestly, we'll just go through this quickly. Yeah, it's from Screen Rant, uh, published six days ago. Just another one. It's like just kind of okay. Like sure, I guess. Yeah. Ten best films featuring cast members from Young Guns. Like, like what? Why? Who? Who asked for hey, this? Screen Rant, if you're listening. I uh you know I hope you get to my job application I'll be be happy to work for you. Anyways, what? Why? I of course get... we'll go down to Kiefer Sutherland. And the one that they picked for Kiefer Sutherland, 
1969. No, they also have an, it's not one per member of it. They've also got uh, uh, Lost Boys on here as well. Why? This is so weird. Yeah. This is such a weird format. Yeah. I don't get it. It's. I don't know, man. What if you what if you just watched Young Guns six days ago when this was published and you thought, hmm, I want to see more of these people, but I don't want to watch Young Guns too. Um, yeah, no one wants to watch that. Yeah, so then you know you go watch Gardens of Stone, uh, and 1969, and Zodiac, and Courage Under Fire, and Undertow, and the Outsiders, and Undertale, and Sans Undertale. And stand and deliver. Can, can you scroll down to the bottom of the page and tell me if you're seeing the same article as me? Just tell me what 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 the article that says next is. <laughs> it's next. Two and a half men. Ten things yes. that make no sense. About Alan. Oh, Hard hitting journalism. From a day ago. You know all them all them two and a half men fans, fans out, out there. there. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah. So, uh, I think you might have misplaced that resume. Uh, hit me up. Screen rant. Great website. Great people. Nothing. Great website. Work. I'd love to work for you. Yeah. <laughs> Great podcast. What are we listening? What are we watching next week, Jaden? Um. We okay. Your choices. My choices. You, you you got you got Promised Land. Okay. Or Flatliners remake. Oh my god! You really. So what is Promised Land? Because I guess that's what we're watching. Uh, it's got Meg Ryan in it. Uh, it's not good from what this, I've heard. Is this in the Matt Damon one? Is it? No, no. It's it's directed by Michael Hoffman. Um, Hoffman. Hoffman. It's got J- Gate Jason. Oh, Gedrick. what the hell is this? It was commissioned by the Sundance Film Festival. Oh. <laughs> How do we watch? Okay, I, I have it. it on. Uh, I got it. We got it. We got away. What the hell? Okay, I mean, I guess we're watching that because <laughs> I can't. You ain't watching the other one. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I think the worst part. You have weaponized Flatliners too against me. This is the second time now. Yeah. Well, I mean, you. I mean, it works. So yeah, it's just because. See, the thing is, the other part of me actually kind of does want to watch the Flatliners remake just out of a out of a deep hatred for myself, really. <laughs> like I was going to say. It's... I just don't deserve anything good in this world. Like, I know that Kiefer's not even going to be in it for more than five minutes. But, Can uh, we just review that part of the five minutes that he's in? Yeah, honestly. <laughs> we'll just get a super cut. Yeah. Yeah. We'll just get a super cut. We'll so thanks for listening. Um, thank you to Kaya. Go to we'll go to great cuts. I don't know great clips. Thanks to Kaya for our great podcast art. Yeah. Uh, you can check out links to her mm-hmm. other work in the description. We don't. You know what? It's one of those days again. We gotta like take a moment, and just like look, and, like dang, that's a good picture, Kiefer Sutherland. Mm-hmm. It's good podcast art. Thanks, Kaya. Also, thanks to Kevin McLeod mm-hmm. for our theme music, Sax Rock and Roll. Links to him in the description. Uh, give us a review on iTunes. Follow us. Oh, actually, small little thing. We we just uh, recently we broke 500 listens total for this podcast. So wow. Here's looking at you, kid. Yeah. 
I don't know what I meant by that. Yeah, I'd... I'm doing great. You're great. Send us a message on Anchor. Tell me how good I'm doing. Yep. And come back next week. And I've been your host, Akula Duke. I and, and this, this has been, been Hazy Keeper. I love the story of how, for the third, the third Planet of the Apes movie, they recruited the guy to write a new script with a telegram that just says "Apes exist." Sequel required. Sitting there. What more do you have to say? Apes exist, sequel required. <laughs>